Do Not Fear, Rejoice by Apostle Jacqueline Fedor. Most of us will agree the world is changing rapidly and not for good. Weather patterns are disturbed affecting both humanity and the animal kingdom. We see economic collapse everywhere. People without homes or jobs are sleeping in cars and under bridges while the men of power grow richer. The educational systems have not successfully birthed a generation of people with ideas as to how to remedy the world's ills either. Man's intellect has failed them. There is more divorce, suicide, addiction, murder, anger, and rage than ever before. The facts are, the world is crumbling. Her people run for answers to her churches, try to find happiness in her pleasures, find explanations in her philosophies, but their search for answers, hope, and comfort all fail them. The enemy found in Ephesians chapter 6 verse 12 has won, it seems. But before giving up, let us read a promise made by God way back in the days of Isaiah, starting in chapter 41, verses 8 and 9. And it reads, But you, Israel, are my servant, Jacob, whom I have chosen, the descendants of Abraham, my friend, you whom I have taken from the ends of the earth, and called from its farthest regions, and said to you, You are my servant, I have chosen you, and have not cast you away. The promise started in Genesis chapter 22 verses 17 through 18. Blessing I will bless you, and multiplying I will multiply your descendants as the stars of the heaven, and as the sand which is on the seashore, and your descendants shall possess the gate of their enemies. In your seed all the nations of the earth shall be blessed, because you have obeyed my voice. From your seed all the nations of the world will be blessed, the scripture promises us, and they would also have the victory over their enemies. Now let us examine Galatians chapter 3 verse 16. Now to Abraham and his seed were the promises made. He does not say, and to seeds, as of many, but as of one, and to your seed, who is Christ. So Jesus is the seed of Abraham. Are we beginning to see God's plan? Let us continue to read from Galatians chapter 3, verses 27 through 29. For as many of you as were baptized into Christ have put on Christ. There is neither Jew nor Greek, there is neither slave nor free, there is neither male nor female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. And if you are Christ, then you are Abraham's seed, and heirs according to the promise. It is not those born as Hebrews in the flesh that are Abraham's seed, but those born through Christ in baptism. These are the children of promise. John chapter 3 verse 3 tells us we must be born again to see the kingdom. So, it is only those baptized into Jesus that are descendants of Abraham and his heirs. By developing faith in God's word, believing in Christ's provision for man that made the law of Moses obsolete, and having faith in our status as born-again citizens of God's kingdom. 
look what has been promised to us. Romans chapter 4 verses 13 through 14 says, For the promise that he would be the heir of the world was not to Abraham or to his seed through the law, but through the righteousness of faith. For if those who are of the law are heirs, faith is made void and the promise made of no effect. It's the born again that are the seed that the promises are made to. They are the blessed descendants of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. They are the Israel that Michael the archangel defends, as we see in Daniel chapter 12, verse 1. It says, At that time Michael shall stand up, the great prince who stands watch over the sons of your people. And there shall be a time of trouble, such as never was since there was a nation, even to that time. And at that time your people shall be delivered every one who is found written in the book. The born again are registered in heaven in a book as to who are the citizens of God's kingdom here on earth. With all this in mind, let us return to Isaiah and continue to read from chapter 41, picking up at verse 10. Isaiah chapter 41, verses 10 through 13. Fear not, for I am with you, Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Yes, I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Behold, all those who were incensed against you shall be ashamed and disgraced. They shall be as nothing, and those who strive with you shall perish. You shall seek them and not find them, those who contended with you. Those who war against you shall be as nothing, as a non-existent thing. For I, the Lord your God, will hold your right hand, saying to you, Fear not, I will help you. How does all this come about? Through the Lord. Let us skip over to chapter 42 and read from verses 6 through 9. These scriptures are all concerning Jesus. Isaiah chapter 42 verses 6 through 9. I, the Lord, have called you, Jesus, in righteousness, and will hold your hand. I will keep you and give you as a covenant to the people, as a light to the Gentiles, to open blind eyes, to bring out prisoners from the prison, those who sit in darkness from the prison house. I am the Lord, that is my name, and my glory I will not give to another nor my praise to carved images. Behold, the former things have come to pass, and new things I declare. Before they spring forth, I tell you of them. Read the whole chapter, but for time's sake, let us read verses 13 through 16. The Lord shall go forth like a mighty man. He shall stir up his zeal like a man of war. He shall cry out, yes, shout aloud, He shall prevail against his enemies. I have held my peace a long time. I have been still and restrained myself. Now I will cry like a woman in labor. I will pant and gasp at once. I will lay waste the mountains and hills and dry up all their vegetation. I will make the rivers coastlands and I will dry up the pools. I will bring the blind by a way they did not know. I will lead them in paths they have not known. I will make darkness light before them and crooked places straight.
These things I will do for them and not forsake them. How can you be eligible to receive these promises? Let me explain. You see, those baptized into Jesus died to their former life in His death and are born again through His resurrection to be the sacred seed of Abraham. As the Lord was born to the line of David, which was Judah, we too are of the line of David, if baptized into the Lord's name as described in Acts chapter 2, verse 38. And it says, Then Peter said to them, Repent, and let every one of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Jesus made all this possible for us. Without Him we perish. It was a plan God had to restore to the inhabitants of the earth before the earth was formed. We are to enter into His blood covenant and remember what all the Lord accomplished as we take communion. Through this covenant we are entitled to the blessings of the Abrahamic covenant as the born-again seed of Christ. Remember this as you take communion. Think about what Jesus did for you. 1 Corinthians chapter 11 verses 23 through 25 says, For I received from the Lord that which I also delivered to you, that the Lord Jesus, on the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take, eat, this is my body which was broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same manner, he also took the cup after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. This do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. The word remembrance, if you look it up in the Greek dictionary, is number 364 and goes to number 263, meaning repetition, recall to mind, and get this, reversal. Think about 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verses 51 through 54. Behold, I tell you a mystery. We shall not all sleep or die, but we shall all be changed. In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trumpet, for the trumpet will sound, and the dead will be raised incorruptible, and we shall be changed. For this corruptible must put on incorruption, and this mortal must put on immortality. So when this corruptible has put on incorruption, and this mortal has put on immortality, then shall be brought to pass the saying that is written, Death is swallowed up in victory. Now remember the promise in Revelation chapter 21, verses 4 through 5. And God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. There shall be no more death, nor sorrow, nor crying. There shall be no more pain, for the former things have passed away. Then he who sat on the throne said, Behold, I make all things new. And he said to me, Write, for these words are true and faithful. So, this old world must crumble, so the new can take its place. Will Abraham's seed be frightened? They shouldn't be, if they believe Scripture understand the covenants, and believe and trust in Jesus Christ. Isaiah chapter 54 verse 17 says, No weapon formed against you shall prosper, 
and every tongue which rises against you in judgment, the accuser of the brethren, Satan, you shall condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their righteousness is from me, says the Lord. Who can bring a charge against God's elect? Not even Satan himself, because our righteousness comes from the Lord, who defeated not just the devil, but all of hell's residents through his death and resurrection. It is finished, a done deal, over. This is our testimony. We overcome through the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. In closing, yes, the world is crumbling, and it can't happen too soon. We want to see the Lord's kingdom come and His will to be done here on earth, even as it is in heaven. As Abraham's seed, we want possession of the earth our Father has given us, so we can multiply and grow and establish the kingdom of God as the body of Christ. As the systems of this world fail, there will be an earthwide jubilee, and the children of God will be set free along with all creation from the enemy's influence. Who is our enemy? Ephesians chapter 6 verse 12 makes it very plain. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Jesus has this all under control also. Colossians chapter 2 verse 15 says, Having disarmed principalities and powers, he made a public spectacle of them, triumphing over them in it. So as this old world crumbles, do not fear, rejoice.